Hey. Hey, Chris. Hey, Andrew. Hey, how you doing? Thank you for showing up. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, man. I know this is so uh, impromptu, considering I've been wanting to do this for like two weeks now. <laughs> yeah. But we finally did it. How are you? You don't sound, you don't sound too good. <laughs> I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. I did yeah. want to bring, I did want to bring this up. What, what, what keeps people going back to like new metal? I don't know if it's like a, it's, it's so bizarre. Cause like, you know, it's like the, a very typical Reddit thing to like food fighters and stuff, you know, and like be into that. And like, they love like new metal, like shitty rock music from like when they were a kid. And it's like, what keeps them going back? Because it's such a throwaway genre. And like I'm listening to Puddle of Mud. And I'm like, this shit is like insane. And like maybe it is. Like, yeah, like people just kind of like fall into that when they're older or something. Because it's like the the music video for Blurry is like he has a fucking kid or something. I don't know if he had a kid in real life or something. And there's like yeah. and it's like he has like a white picket fence house and like I don't know. Like I think Something happens to the kid. I didn't watch the whole fucking thing because I'm not going to listen to Blood All Mud. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, and what, and like, what happened with um the Foo Fighters drummer who like suddenly died? And like, everyone's like, I fucking love the Foo Fighters, man. They're so good. And like, what is wrong with these people mentally? <laughs> Something's wrong with them. Yeah. Well, isn't it just like a lot of people, the the genre that they like when they're in high school or college is uh, what they like for the rest of their life? Yeah, absolutely. And you think it's that? Yeah, it's totally fine. But it's like, it's so insane. That would suck if that is like what you end off yeah. on. <laughs> like you don't like anything else. You think all <laughs> other music just sucks. And then like you're stuck listening to like Audio Slave <laughs> and like yeah. Metal of Mud. And like, are there like, are there new, new metal bands? No, maybe. I don't know. Like if there are, like I haven't heard them. And like, I guess Foo Fighters isn't really new metal, but it's like, what the fuck are you? Can you, can, what? <laughs> like you're just like stuck in a time warp. And that yeah. is all, that's all you can say about it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's so fucking A lot weird. of people are like that, though, where they, but I guess that's kind of what music is. is it's like <laughs> repetition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that's, <laughs> it's like, I gotta know. Also, yeah, you gotta think that the people that still listen to it, it's like they probably heard that song like at two thousand times, cause and they just love it. Those are the best new metal songs. So then, how much new metal is there Post-grunge. for you to listen to? You know, I know. <laughs> that's a really good like point. A, it's not like an active genre where you can always find like a new artist or something. It's like you've just listened to that <laughs> for so long, your just, whole life. It's prime. It is new funny metal. though with music where like we're People like can listen to that and cry and, and cry. It is wow. Funny. That was like that, 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 uh, Kenny G documentary where mm-hmm. it, like his music's very like sh- shitty and corny, but there's tons of people that love, like they love it in a deep emotional way. Yeah. And it's just funny how music works like that, where, yeah, someone can listen to puddle of mud or audio slave or something. And then just be like, <laughs> like so emotional like it 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 means something so deeply to it's them. so insane because it's <laughs> like pretty cool are they just ignoring everything like the aesthetic of the music and like everything around it it's like i get it yeah totally it's just like you know like it's scales it's math right like obviously like these scales are going to make you feel something if you listen to it but then it's like 
uh, take like POD for instance. It's like the dude is like, uh, uh, first of all, it's a Christian new metal band, which is like, how many of those fucking exist? And like people just ignore that. Like people are just like, oh, you know, POD. Yeah. Like it's just music, man. But it's like, no, every fucking song they make is just about how much they love God. And when they found God, everything was like better for them. That's what this fucking song is about. It's like they didn't feel alive until they found like fucking Jesus Christ. And it's like they just ignore that part of the song. Like it's just crazy. Or like, maybe they're because like, isn't there in the states? Isn't there like a lot of people that just like kind of casually believe like oh are yeah religious? Yeah. So I wonder if maybe it's them, and so then they're just like, it's like uh, yeah yeah God is pretty cool. Yeah, like they're not opposed to it, or it doesn't. Not really opposed. Yeah, that's true. Them. That's true. Yeah, I don't know, but it's like you and think then they need that song to remind them, like oh yeah, God is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you think, but. One thing Jesus I won't did die for us. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's like I was thinking like because like it's new metal, it's like you know fuck authority. Like it, it kind of built into the whole genre, you know, like or like not a like just be naughty. I guess I don't know. It's not like punk fuck authority, but it's like you know let's be a little bit crass. Let's be a little bit naughty. Let's, let's yeah. Rap and let's jump it, it's like um, yeah, like uh. I get yeah, I guess punk was was similar though. It's the same thing like anti mainstream and then hating uh but then uh, they became uh, want, like squares and, and wanting to But it's like they they're squares to begin with. It's like a weird thing about yeah. it where it's like they're it's like it's like at 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 a cross point between like like rebellion and then and then conformity. It's like yeah, I guess it's a lot like like it's a MAGA thing or something. You know, it's like kind of a Trumpy thing where it's like Trump like skirts the line between like something that is unacceptable and acceptable at the same time in America. And it's like when you look at this shit, it's like, yeah, it's like what 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 is unacceptable in America? Metal music. But what is acceptable in America is being a fucking frat boy and like having fun and like going wild, you know, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone or doesn't step on too many toes. And like, yeah, maybe you're right. It's like when people listen to POD, they're just like, yeah, you know, God's cool. But also I like metal music. You know, I'm not a square, but I'm yeah. also kind of a square. But like, it's fucking wild. I don't know. Like how? Like I, I guess like we were young enough. Like when we listened to the song, we didn't get like the the, the undertones of it. But now listening to it as like like an old man, it's just like, how do people just go back? It's like listening to a fucking sermon. It's like nuts. And it's like you don't even get like the the. The, the spiritual awakening of like a sermon or like if you go to like a like a like a catholic church or something like you don't get that that, that kind of euphoria that comes from like a priest and like from from maybe you do who i want to find out who that is <laughs> yeah like that'd be wild like imagine you meet somebody who's like yeah i don't go to church i listen to pod <laughs> i listen to a live by pod that's good enough for me three minutes yeah. and 42 seconds but then but then yeah then that's similar to what i'm saying though but i bet if you did find that guy it wouldn't be like funny. It would be like sa- like not sad, but it would just be like uh, like his little sister got killed in a car accident. <laughs> and this music, like you know, like it would be re- it would be real because especially Sometimes like with that music, it's always like like uh, <laughs> and- people that are, are real. Like are you, don't you find that in general? Like um, the more like simple forms mm. of music are for people that are, are actually like in some sort of struggle. 
Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. There's, but I mean, like, rarely are there like people that have really hard lives that listen to like complicated music because it just doesn't make sense to do that. That is true. I mean, so then, then that's that could be and that's the crazy part is that this music that's like so corny and stupid is like so important to people that actually have like a way more real life than you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and especially because when you listen to like the music we like. It just is like, how could you, like, it's so, it makes so much sense. It's like really good art or something where it's like, yeah, this is what I want to be, like the world to be. But then in reality, it's just POD. It's fucking POD. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually what's making people have a meaningful experience Well, it's like, I, Earth. I would, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Wait, I, I would, ex- I would accept, yeah, I would accept that for like pop music and shit, you know, where people just like. Like you know, like uh, there's a certain level of not caring, and it's like if it sounds good, it's fine. But yeah, it's but just a like, lot of pop music is just back. Like people don't really. Yeah. Like, connect. It's just they have it on when they're at work, and they don't really mm-hmm. care about it. But then those like niche bands, like yeah, like like a new metal genre or something, it like really means something to people. The only thing is like a lot of like um like old old like like from like early human music. Sometimes that gets pretty complex. Yeah. So there's like a weird thing like like uh like like <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of like like that... ancient music like or like ancient or, or or native music or something has like very complex like rhythms and stuff so then that's I don't know how that works. Maybe I guess that's more a transcendental experience, but is POD a transcendental experience for some people? That's what I want to know. Does it act <laughs> yeah. as a religious like a convergence for them, you know, do they get into it? <laughs> but yeah. I, I, all right. First, first uh, thing I want to say is that I want to read the Limp Biscuit Nookie comments. Doesn't feel like 22 years have passed, but it has. Time truly does fly. You're getting like pensive about the song Nookie. Like <laughs> you're, you're, you're thinking about like the passage of time and like how like things are getting older and you're getting older and like yeah. like it's bringing something out of you like something I that's done real it all for the Nookie like I didn't. yeah but yeah literally like I did it I should have done it more for the Nookie but sadly it just didn't work. Out like that. <laughs> 1999 was a memorable year. A young high school stud listening to Nookie in my room was a great weekend night. Like. What the fuck? That is, al- that's it. Yeah, and also I think a lot of a lot of those bands are serious too. Like whereas yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. pop music yeah. is made in a formulaic, almost like mathematical way. So so, but then a lot of the, like I think the new like when I, there was that documentary on Papa Roach, and it was like they really believed in their music, and they were super sincere, like that. The, the cut my life into pieces was like his best friend committed suicide yeah, 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 yeah. and stuff and then so it's so funny when something so real this be- is so corny at the same time <laughs> and then I bet Limbiscuit probably really cared about the music they were making I, I just like it's just it brings out so many things of like Hollywood and like what they were thinking at that time like I like it just is like a blur it's like how did they market that because like there had to have been like a million agents and stuff and like a&R people like in the industry down there just like trying their best trying to find the next biggest thing and like why why did everyone just agree at that point like I mean we're we're a bit young I think it was but I think it was more know. organic than it seems because in that same documentary I, I don't know if I told you this but 
So it was because for like even when I was a kid and I liked Papa Roach, I assumed that they were just like a kind of industry plant like group of guys. Interesting. Okay. Were created by a record label, right? They even though I liked them and I thought they were cool, I just I felt that way because they were so big. But then when you watch the the documentary, you see like when they were starting, it was literally like they were like how when we would be in high school and we'd go to punk shows and there was a local band, they literally would just be performing at community centers. And then I Mm -hmm. think they made their first album. They started performing at this community center in their town. And then it got so popular, people were coming from outside of town. So this community center would have like 400 people in it every week when they would have a show. And then it just grew and grew and grew kind of organic. Like people just really connected with that music at that time, and especially like kids and stuff. So I think it's more organic, similar to like SoundCloud rap, where it wasn't like no one forced SoundCloud rap. It was just like in Florida and Chicago and stuff. Yeah, that's what the kids like uh, resonated with. How about this? Do they resonate with this? <laughs> um, that's like nuts, and then like it's so funny because it was such like when you actually <laughs> how about this? Did they resonate with this? <laughs> the, the, yeah, hello. I want to know. I guess they did. That was like one of the top hits at the time. But it's like it's funny to think like all these people like they put their time and effort and their career and like all of their energy into this. And like what you were saying, where it's like it is more of an organic thing. And like they were very serious about it. And like they, it, it, the music sucks and is corny. But it's like and then it just goes away. It's like five years, like less than five years, and then you're done. You know, like the guy from Incubus. Like who gives a yeah, fuck about Incubus yeah. anymore? Like they saw this guy and they were like, oh my god, that guy's so hot. He's gonna like fucking make people like cream their pants when they see him like and the music's not half bad too people are gonna like it but then it's over boom what happens in 2005 fucking emo and then like it's just like so crazy because at least with emo there's like a resurgence and like people are like oh my god my chemical romance like not midwestern emo but like emo that you know we grew up with Mm -hmm. you know and then like yeah all these bands like that came out before them are just dead there's like who the like are you go- like is Incubus like that big of a drive that you're gonna be like oh I gotta go see Incubus you know <laughs> they're headlining this <laughs> this tour man I gotta go see Incubus and Papa Roach and like all these fucking bands it's just like <laughs> it's it's just really insane how many like Disturbed I'm thinking about Disturbed do you remember Disturbed what happened to Disturbed <laughs> you know yeah I'm looking up right now to <laughs> oh, see okay. Incubus tour dates. Are there, how many are there? And where is he? Okay, Incubus. Incubus. Uh, August 2nd, Syracuse, New York, Amphitheater. Syracuse, All of these are amphitheaters. amphitheaters. So they're still enormous. But I mean, it I depends. That's what it is. You can just tour for the rest of your life, I guess. But who the fuck? Can you name one song besides Drive that Incubus made? But they're performing at literal amphitheaters. <laughs> oh, wait a second. <laughs> like, so that's like 30,000 people. No, that's not true. They could cut it off. Like, it, they, they could you just... Yeah, but you know how much that costs? You don't rent an amphitheater to not fill it. You do it because they're, if you do a theater, wait, you'll wait, just wait, get wait, way wait. too overbooked. I got to look at this. <laughs> this is this. insane. It's like songkick.com or uh, something. Okay. I'm going to look on Ticketmaster. Okay, second thing I'm going to say is, what the fuck? That's so crazy, though. What's the another fashion. One? The fashion. And, like, I was telling you this about the new Jackass movie, where it's, like, every person who's, like, over 40 just, like, g- goes to this. Like, they all look like this. Like, they don't think about anything else. Like, they're just, like, done. That's it. If they're, like, 
somewhat like Gen X rocker, like somewhat alt. Like they just like dress like Incubus or they dress like <laughs> they're a tattoo artist. It's like the craziest thing ever. And it's like, you know, it's like our wow, parent. Incubus with very special guest Sublime. <laughs> Who the fuck is headlining Sublime? The Incubus and then Sublime at the I Think Financial oh, sorry, no, that's, Theater that's, in West Palm Beach, Florida. I Think Financial. That's pretty depressing. Oh, wait. No, it's... What the fuck? It's not Sublime. Oh. It's Sublime. It's called Sublime with Sublime Rome. Sublime with they're Rome. Okay, I gotta go listen That's to the that. name of the band is Sublime with Rome. That's an insane name for a band. Like, <laughs> you thought it was Sublime. I was like... <laughs> you want to come check out our band? Sublime. We're called Rod Stewart with a stare. Rob Stewart with James. <laughs> yeah. Rod Stewart with... No, we're not Rod Andrew. <laughs> With Chris. The Beatles with the football. Beatles with American football football. This is a fucking crazy man. You gotta see these people. What? Sublime with Rome? Okay, so it's like they have like the the ska punk, like, you know, sublime picture of them. They got cool punk jackets. But listen to the music. Yeah. What there is like no di- there is no connection between like the the aesthetic of the music and like what Imagine they're doing. Those guys are doing their band, and then and then you see them, and then they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna make it." And you're like, "No, you will never." But then they actually do make it. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally with Incubus. That's like, literally. It's like the dudes you went to like. Fucking... It's like what 2015, and they're doing that at that at 2015. Oh my god! Yes. And they're like, "No, no one listens to that anymore." And I, like, I, I, I we'll show you. <laughs> We're sublime with Rose. We're sublime with we Rose. We have a fucked up name. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> we have a fucked insane. up name. We're that's all we really got, really. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this is wild. I'm really glad that we saw who Incubus is touring with. Let's see. Okay. What the fuck? Okay. No. 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 Okay. Tortuga Music Festival, Fort Lauderdale. They're playing, but who else are they playing with? Uh, people at Luke Combs. Morgan Wallen. Luke Combs is like enormous. So then that oh, means I don't know that who they have is. a huge draw. He's like, I think literally the biggest country artist right now. So he's like ridiculously oh, okay. huge. Okay. Right. I guess that's the thing. You, the United States is huge and there's a yeah. whole section of it that, that like, true. yeah, there's just so many people. I can't. Yeah. You kind of forget about that because it's like, we live in Canada. So it's like, yeah. we just, we don't what is have it? 40 it's million like people. 300 yeah. or 400 million people. In 300 the million, probably around like, there. That's so insane. So yeah, I guess there's just always going to be people that will love sublime <laughs> with Rome. And like, I think, and think about like when you've like ramen. worked in the past, like, yeah, like just in the music people listen, I guess. Yeah. A lot of people do like it. I like guess rock still. Yeah, it's like I guess now I work with like, you know, like um more like corporate people, so like you kind of don't really get like the Yeah, get, like, I mean the when you had yeah, like when I had more like, working class yeah, jobs. Yeah, normal jobs. Normal jobs, yeah. It's like rock music or then or like no music or like some weird like like Whitney Houston kind of thing or something like that. <laughs> well, that's funny that you should mention because when I did work at Whole Foods, I worked with a jazz composer. <laughs> Oh really? Who was going to school for like compose like composing. Like and he oh, loved yeah, jazz. Yeah. Like he went to music school not to like play music, but like to compose it. And I thought it was that was like, whoa, okay. You know, because yeah. it's like you meet artists and stuff, you meet people going to art school, and it's like, okay, that's like pretty, you know, 
like normal. Like I went to art school like you did for a bit. And like, you know, that's just like a normal thing, but I've never met a composer. And then yeah. when I met him, I was like, what the fuck? Like, really? And then like, yeah, we had, we had like conversations about music and like, I, that's like the only, like only real experience I had with like, you know, something that wasn't like just pop music. It was really weird. Yeah. Very unexpected. Was he like uh good or anything or was it? Just... I didn't, I didn't listen to any of his work, but like he was yeah. very, very passionate about jazz. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like, I'm going to assume that he was like, you're not like, usually you're not at a place you know, if you're like shitty, except uh, OCAD, <laughs> if you're shitty, you go to OCAD. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying. I think you get more of the shitty people that are learning how to play an instrument, like like so they're going yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. school to play jazz, like the bass, and then there's yeah. a lot of people that don't really care about it that much. But for composing, yeah, that would be a weird thing to get into that you were just like, yeah, I'll see how it goes. Yeah, like he was very because composing music is pretty hard. I think I don't know if he was getting his like his masters in it or if he was finishing his BFA. I think he was getting his masters in it, so he was like very much into it. Yeah. And like I met it and like his brother worked <laughs> fuck, sorry. Like <laughs> what kind of band was Sublime? Like the the, the the guy who wasn't the dude who killed himself or whatever is just like smoking a blunt on stage, like playing guitar. Like this is the worst band ever. Imagine seeing this. This sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Like, and he's so tiny. The guy who killed himself, he's so small. He's like five, five maybe. That'd be a weird fucking band to see. Didn't seem like anyone actually liked them when I'm looking at this footage. That's all I want to say about Sublime. <laughs> yep, that's it. All right. See you, <laughs> See you later, guys. That's it. Um, anything else you wanna you wanna add? I might get a drink. Yeah. What was I? Um... Save it for one second. I'll be right back. Woo! Woo! I'm back. Okay. What do you want to say? Um, I was trying to think of. Uh... Yeah, I keep forgetting to write stuff down. That's okay. When I, mean, I think of it, I'm just gonna talk about new metal, basically. <laughs> You know me. You know me. Let me see. What's on Reddit? I was thinking maybe we should start doing the news. Maybe that would work out better for us. Um, <laughs> doing the news. Maybe. Oh. Local news. Mm-hmm. No, you I, know that uh, girl, The what's her name? She's the YouTuber, Sophia Nygaard. She has a crazy voice. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. You know her? I'm going to bring her up. Sophia Nygaard. Yeah, and then play her talking in a video. Because she posted this one video. Oh, that girl, yeah. Yeah. So pl- play her talking in one of her like tutorial videos or whatever. Traffic will compare to each other. What are different stores doing to get me to stop and have me go inside? Okay, let's bring on the mannequins. It's a classic mannequin challenge. So our first mannequin outfit was from Forever 21. I just looked at myself in the car window. This is old, though. I don't know what kind of voice that is, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, she has a very specific kind of voice. Holy fuck, she has, like, numbers. Yeah, yeah. Hello, friends, and thanks for tuning in to Stray Cats Who Lived at the Truck Depot yeah. Near Our Old so then, Apartment. This so is a very weird video. voice. Okay, wait, wait, pause it, pause it, pause it. Okay, yeah. Pause it. Yeah. And then her voice, okay, so we're going, mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to do it. But th- then she posts that video where it's like, I guess her cat died. Okay. And then as I'm watching the video, I'm like, oh shit, I bet she has a crazy good crying voice. 
And then I was right. <laughs> what did she cry? And first or like all, um choked up. It, uh, it's at the at the very end of the video, like the last twenty seconds. And you'll hear it start to choke up talking about the cat. And it work really it's like very very good crying voice. Okay, pull up your pants, Chris. <laughs> we have a new office that we're working on, and that's exactly where this bad boy is. It's really be. not fair that she gets to have an office to oh, do this. <laughs> yeah. Chill in his giant beanbag while we run around like chickens with our heads cut off, watching over us with mild contempt, but lots. What of the fuck is that voice? No, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like it's All very right. strange. And the hope that some kebab might be headed his way. Oh, you might have went too far. Yeah, you went too so, far. Okay, I know what? that sounds silly because he was just a cat, but he was yeah. there from the beginning. And he's yeah. in pretty much every memory I have of my time on the internet. Mm. And I wanted to thank all of you guys who have loved on him from the beginning because he was a really good cat and he deserved it. She has a deep voice. But yeah, it works with crying though, eh? I don't. Afraid. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't jerk off to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna defer to you. <laughs> Girls crying over dead things that they have. <laughs> oh man, that's so good. Mm. Oh, keep crying. You're so angry and sad. Oh, you're confused. Let me say. I guess maybe it was more of the juxtaposition of her having such an odd and voice, but then it actually working. Whereas, like you hear other people that have more normal voices, and then they cry, and then it's like emotional. But it, I was three, like, oh, I bet it would actually. Inclusive. I don't, I don't, don't even know what I'm trying to say at this point. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is that I enjoy it, and it makes yeah. me hard. Yep. Factory. <laughs> it's just like an editable. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say, man. Whoa, okay. hold up, hold size up. Inclusive because they don't have to. Very Squidward-esque. There is something about like the. This sucks. Who would watch this? <laughs> it's like a video of her trying on digital clothes. For being able to capture this. I'm so interested in like the shittiest form of virtual reality and what it'll look like, man. Now I will say. I think they botched this one. <laughs> the hat in particular onto the YouTube. I'm trying to figure you know what she's kinda like? She kinda has that like Elizabeth Holmes kind of thing. You know, like that that weird CEO girl bossy thing. You know, she's trying to be very authoritative, but it's like she was just normal, she'd be fine. You know? Oh. I don't think it, I don't know if it's so a put on. This edit back. It's probably not a put on. And I'm pretty happy with it. Obviously, we spent a pretty penny for it. So I Why would you buy that? Pretty penny for it. Why would you buy that? Pretty penny Open for the it? giant boxes. Look at that. Boxes. <laughs> Getting rid of any trash or obviously broken stuff. <laughs> this is such a good podcast. <laughs> 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 to a YouTuber repeating her words because her voice is slightly weird. Like <laughs> what is that? But to the right customer. Could oh my god. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder you live alone, man. <laughs> Just so you no can wonder always... we have three Patreon subscribers. <laughs> yeah, no wonder we have like no, we only have two now. <laughs> oh, no wonder. I don't we want... got two whole ones <laughs> to hear what we gotta say. It, well, I mean, our podcast is pretty good. We've just been talking about uh, Safia Nygaard. That's her name, Sophia Nygaard. Oh, she calls it Sophia now. Wasn't there a some billionaire guy Nygaard? Yeah, he turned out to be not so good. He was like a Canadian fashion guy, and then yeah, he, yeah. He kind so of maybe, uh, maybe there's something there with her. <laughs> maybe crying, crying, <laughs> crying, <laughs> crying. If you make pantyhose, 
Where are we? How is this happening? How is this happening? Yes. Man, that'd be insane. I luckily have not had to do that yet, but do what? Like had to ask like an influencer to like make something for me. You know, like imagine being like a hotel and it's like, okay, we got to do influencer marketing. We got to bring someone in here. They have like the views. This person has like 3 million views. Like you need, we need to get them into the hotel and then they make this. All right. So welcome to this giant West. First of all, nobody's going to run the $25,000 hotel room. Not even you. Like we all, I think it's well established that like people who make like like $2 million a year don't spend their money. They don't care. Except like Trisha Paytas, maybe. But like. staying for our bachelor slash Yep. Sorry, I just want to show everybody. This kind of sucks. Like the hotel they're in is like, it kind of looks like, um. Where you would bring like uh, diplomats or dignitaries from other countries and like have a meeting with them, ah, <laughs> which yeah. is like I let me show you like it's like just a hotel where royalty would stay. Or yes, yes, where, or like a war room. Oh God, what's a show where they do that? You know, not the West Wing, but like oh, and then yeah, yeah. oh, uh, Succession, literally like like yeah, a hotel yeah, in Succession yeah. where it's like in the one out. in the one episode when they were deciding the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah, yeah. Literally yeah. that. Hold on, let me show. I you. wonder if maybe it's the same hotel. No, no, it's not that. It's like theirs is a little more like uh, a little more opulent than like, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Have you been watching Atlanta? No, I haven't. Oh, shit. It's good. Should as I? usual. Yeah. Very <sighs> good. Because I was watching the, the founder, which is the Elizabeth Holmes one. And it has uh, what's her face? Oh, as is Elizabeth it good? Holmes. Actually, it's like not that bad. But then one thing that I thought was like really weird was that like they were doing fine they were like following like the story which is like totally fine on its own because it's like pretty nuts because it's like you know it's very much a rise and fall but in real life like it, yeah. it literally writes itself and then and like the fifth like fifth or sixth episode they like write in like this these characters that like go on like a quest to find out what's wrong with the company it's like we already know what's wrong that <laughs> we live through it you know like you nary could you find like an like a person who doesn't know like what happened like if they don't know theranos they probably know elizabeth holmes and be like hey you know what happened to elizabeth holmes and be like yeah she's uh bad at her job like that's kind of all you need to know and like mm. then like i don't know why they like needed this like this like b plot of like something's going on here oh we better find out what uh theranos is up to it's like we already know they fucking suck like we don't need someone to like uh figure it out like we already have like someone who did that in real life like why do we need a character to do that why does Elizabeth Holmes sound like a girl that got kidnapped? Uh, because there, I think there was another Holmes that got kidnapped. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> when you said no, that Chris, founder with Elizabeth Holmes, her. I was like, it when uh, I thought you meant it was something about like someone that got kidnapped or something. No, she's the one with the big ass eyes. You know her. If right? I got kidnapped, I'd fucking kick the shit out. Of the <laughs> I'd kill them. <laughs> I'd, I'd fucking kill, kill them. You have no chance. I wouldn't fall in love with them. No, <laughs> I wouldn't kiss them on the mouth. <laughs> Stop it! <No. laughs> All right, that's the one I'm thinking of. I'm like, it's very much like she got married after. Yeah. And why would you do that? You already know it's not going to end well. Because they tried to make an example out of her in law, like her of all people. You know, they get arrest, they choose her. Mm-hmm. But like, look at her husband. <laughs> like he's a totally normal fucking guy like he really is and then like her she's just kind of like insane like she definitely tried to play up the whole like you if you've ever seen like anything on her like she kind of does that and then like 
her husband is just like like a normal guy. Like literally someone would be in your like accounting class. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Hey, Chris, anything else you want to add? Come on. Well, that was weird. The way you like stopped laughing and then said, that is all I wanted to say. It sounded like we did a cut. Oh, oh I guess, it, yeah, it, I did do that pretty abruptly. And it and it just there was like a brief pause in silence, and then it it sounded yeah. like we had cut there and then moved on. I just canceled the first date because of his weird comment. I'm gonna read the news now. But yeah, Atlanta was pretty good. What was up with Atlanta? I mean, like they're in uh, Europe. Oh, interesting. What part of Europe? They, uh, it, uh, right now they're in like Amsterdam, Netherlands area. Uh, they're on like a tour. But uh, it was pretty funny, and then the first episode was pretty good. It was like a dream thing of him as a kid being adopted by these two white ladies, mm-hmm. and then and uh, it, it was pretty good too. But yeah, it was pretty good, pretty good shoe, pretty good. <laughs> really, really good, really good shoe. Um, yeah, I mean, I should watch that. I've been waiting for Batman to come out, and it's not coming out. What's Batman? Batman, the Batman. <laughs> Batman. Batman. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Batman to come do, out. Dude, Jamaican Batman. <laughs> Batman. When the pass off? Absolutely. Pull up. Pull up. <laughs> Featuring David Rod again. And who yeah. who, did he, who did he MC with a lot? Oh my god, I was watching one. Nineteen seventy five, yeah. Gotham City. <laughs> I met Batman. I played this top late. Yeah. For Batman. <laughs> For Batman. Yeah. Um I was watching this one and it's like really funny to see like yeah, I guess we were watching them, but it's like seeing like old guys who've been like DJing for like 30 years and like that's all they've ever done like get on stage and like they talk to each other they're not like hype they're not like fucking crazy like all the young guys are just like like screaming and like going nuts and like every dub plate and it's like it's like the song could literally be like the most chill like dance hall track from like 1985 and they're just screaming like i'm going to kill the next person who tries to play a song, I'm going to murder them. Literally, I'm going to shoot them in the head. And, like, that's all they do for, like, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes, an hour. And then, like, these guys are like, you know what? I like your dub plates, but that one didn't do it for me. Have you guys heard of UB40? This is literally what somebody said. Like, red, red wine. (laughs) And, like, like, these old guys are just like, you know what? It's a good song. Let's just play this dub plate. I forget what UB40 song they played, but, like, literally, like, UB40. (laughs) <laughs> like a band i thought that they would just be like you know like why would like we live in jamaica like why would we listen to like a, a a band with like mostly white guys doing reggae from fucking london and then like they're just like so hyped they're like guys do you want to hear like a real dub plate do you guys want to hear like real stuff like this is an international hit like they're very big on that even though like I don't know. Like, I guess that means a lot in like Jamaica, but it's like so weird to see like people just go nuts over UB40. Like, they wouldn't do that here. They wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. They just wouldn't. Yeah, it was like such a weird experience. And then Rodigan, of course, like comes on and he's like, "That's a great dub plate." But guess what? In 1975, and then he goes, <laughs> goes on a big story about but how like what? yeah, it's like oh, I met uh, King Tubby, and you know, like we stared each other down, and then I told him your shit sucks, and then he's like, oh really? <laughs> and then he gave me this dub plate, and then that's this like the story. And icons of sports entertainment. Hey man, the WWE Hall of Fame did more to honor dead wrestlers than the Oscars did to honor dead celebrities. What do you think about that? 
Really? What did they do? Well, did you watch the Oscars at all? I guess you heard about the Will Smith thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't watch the Oscars. <laughs> it's kind of funny. You know how we were just like laughing our asses off for like an hour at Will Smith and Bruce yeah, yeah. And they were in the news at the exact same time. <laughs> what happened to Bruce? Bruce Willis? Bruce Woos? Well, Bruce Woos. Yeah. He has aphasia, so he's uh, retiring from acting. He can't uh, connect. What does aphasia mean? It's uh, you can't connect the words in your brain to like your mouth, and you have a hard time remembering things and talking. So, kind of key if you're an actor, you got to do that. Like, I guess that's why he was doing so many like director video things. But yeah, like I don't know about Will Smith. Everybody's talking about Will Smith. I feel we're we're a bit late on that. But when it happened, people were like dying. You know, people were like wondering like, is it going to be me next to get slapped? That'd be cool. <laughs> There's like yeah. a slapping epidemic after. People are like, I didn't think of this before, but I can just slap somebody in the face and there's nothing <laughs> they can do about it. You know? It made like a trend. Yeah. Slaps went up 20% overnight. Because of Will Smith. I can't believe it. There are some moments in time that you just really can't put a price tag on. Tonight is so the WWE I'm uh, one of the did a thing. Guys- what? Tributing Bruce Willis, but the Oscars in the world. <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> but you said that the WWE did more for dead celebrities. <laughs> no, I said they did more for their wrestlers than they did for their dead wrestlers than they did for than the Oscars did. Sorry, for uh, the people because like I guess it happened right after Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. So then after everyone's like, oh, and there were some high profile people who died, but nobody cared. You know, uh, but look, but and like it was kind of like a, a dumb kind of way to, you know, they just did the slideshow like to honor them. Like they just did the slideshow and that's it. But like, listen to, to this as we welcome the Steiner brothers into the Hall of Fame. The Steiners are definitely dead. <laughs> yeah. Class of 2022. Holler, did you hear me? That's cool. Maybe we should get really buff like wrestlers. That'd be cool. It's like our, um, it's like our big, uh, big suit idea. Not like a, yeah. a David Byrne one, <laughs> like just a shitty one. But like instead, we just get really big. <laughs> we yeah, just have really yeah. big muscles, and we take like uh, steroids or something. That's something yeah, we'd be ne- crazy to take that. Although I saw a guy that was like, I think he was like a, a journalist or something. And then and then it was something to do with like there a lot of steroid stuff was in the news. And then so as like a, a, a journalist piece thing, he took steroids for like three months and worked out uh-huh. and got like kind of ripped. But he looked weird because it was like if like some nerd programmer guy all of a sudden got a bunch of muscle, like it looked actually like wrong or something. I wonder if that's what it would look like with that. Like if we'd look not right. Uh, I think I would look great. I think you would look like a nerd bitch. <laughs> so I have something to tell you. <laughs> I've been taking steroids, been taking steroids uh, since you last saw me, which was not that long ago. But yeah, like I'm looking at these guys. Like it'd be funny to do like an 80s wrestling thing and have like a small <laughs> yeah. dick. And like... <laughs> And like your dick Always doesn't oiled. Yeah, you're oiled. Like your dick doesn't work. Like you can't take anything to make anything in your body like work normally because like it's like uh, having diabetes, right? You need to take the steroids to like correct all the, all the things your body did normally. So you're just like a shell of a man. You're like not really that strong. Like you just kind of look strong, and but like you're weak because like nothing works in your body anymore, and your heart's like the size of like a grapefruit. <laughs> and, like yeah, you're just <laughs> oiled and like buttery all the time. Your hair is like. So 
so long and fucked up. <laughs> and you're just a wet guy. Yeah. Like I'm looking I'm looking at the Steiner brothers and it's like pretty nuts because it's like they both have they both are like this is like eighties, so it's like they both have weird stereotypical like high school wrestling leotards on. You know the ones, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it looks exactly like that. And it's like, I don't know if they're wearing underwear, but it's like their dicks are like packed into the, the leotard and they don't look good. <laughs> and it's like, it's like such a weird thing that like, uh, like millions of people are just watching these two guys, just like buff guys with small dicks, like stuffed into leotards, like uh, grappling other people. And then they're just like, this is normal. You know, but wouldn't it look, I think it would look weirder if you could see it very obviously, like if it was big. That's true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it would just be weirder if that if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, like because no one you'd have to ignore it, and then that would be weird too. And they're like, "Damn, he's a good wrestler," but the dick, I gotta say, and like. Yeah, you can like you'd have all the promo shots of like action Smash. shots of them in the ring, but then you just see it and it would just look so, <laughs> like, ruin, so ruin any like shot of a blo- body slam because it would just the <laughs> body slam. We need the body slam shot, man. No, it's in the way. No, and it just you get fired for it. It wouldn't like, be like I PG. It wouldn't be. I no, it would have to be because it's like there's no way Vince McMahon is gonna be like. Uh, is going to accept anything less than a PG rating. Exactly. So he's going to normalize having a big, di- a big dick in Spanish. Oh, rather than uh, ban it, he would just normalize it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you can make 80s wrestling look cool because like, that was like a weird time when like people when it's like wrestling was still kind of a joke to a lot of people, and then the 90s came, and then it was like Raw's War. Everything's cool again. You yeah. Right? <laughs> You're signing pretty hard. <laughs> Just thinking about this oil wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, yeah. man. Wow. Rest, did you know you know how long WrestleMania is? Like the actual event without without like commercials or anything? No. It's four long. hours long. So people just wow. sit down and they and there's like shitloads of people there. There's like probably like a like twenty thousand people there and you paid like a hundred bucks like a ticket, obviously. Maybe more. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I get the whole point of wrestling, why you like it, but it's, like, nuts that it's still that popular. Yeah, I was watching that, um... Uh, <laughs> wrestling? Michael Jordan documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. And, uh... uh one thing... Because I, I didn't know anything, really, about basketball, other than, like, the players and stuff. But what I never realized, which made it made basketball make a bit more sense, is that... The offensive player is also the defensive player. So, like, yeah, when yeah. you see when you see Steph Curry and he's like shooting all the shots and he's really good, the whole game as well, he has to defend the other good offensive player on the team. So it's like this back and forth kind of thing. Whereas, like, I'm used to like hockey where you have a goalie, so I guess it, it's different. Like, you have specific defenders and specific offensive guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, in yeah. basketball, it has to be more fluid because. You, you don't have any goalie or anything, and you can only be near the net for like a certain amount of seconds. So everyone gets chosen a guy that they're on the, for the most of the game. Interesting. Okay. So the coach is like, Steph Curry, you're on LeBron James tonight or whatever. So then for the rest of the night, he has to block LeBron James and then also be blocked by LeBron James. Man, that must suck. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
first of all, that sucks. But also sucks is like you get dunked on by like Michael Jordan, who's like very good at that. And then yeah. like his dick <laughs> hits you in the face and <laughs> he's hanging from the net and like you don't even realize it. Wow, that yeah. sucks. And then um the one <laughs> thing that was two cents in the whole game, really. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that was interesting about uh uh uh, the Space Jam, because the, the whole documentary goes through basically his career on the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. And he, halfway through, he did Space Jam, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. he, like, We're took learning a break. About the Monsters. Yeah, he played baseball for, like, uh, half a year or something, and then, and, then, and then stopped doing that and went back to basketball. But when he went back to basketball, he was like, um, I need practice because I've been off for so long. But he's also shooting Space Jam, right? At the same time. God damn, what a hero. And then so... (laughs) But this is the interesting part. What they did was he was like... And I guess because he was so big in the NBA and stuff, the the Space Jam people, Disney, made them like a full-size, huge NBA court right on the set of Space Jam. And then Michael Jordan invited all of the best players in the NBA to come and have like kind of loose... Uh, matches with each other you know mm, and then yeah. they were all t- so then every day they would all be there and it would be like all the big stars or whatever like uh uh i don't know the names of them but whoever was the big stars mugsy bows yeah 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 and then they would all Charles be Barkley. Uh, uh, like uh on opposite teams or whatever mm-hmm. uh playing each other in like these kind of weird like underground games during the filming of space jam and then about a little in Space one-on-one. Jam, you know the little guy that controls the Monstars? He's not a little guy, man. He's pretty big. He was based off of the Chicago Bulls like manager guy. Oh, really? That Michael Jordan hated with a passion. And then so it's funny that you were they gonna made say him it. like this horrible dude. I thought you were gonna say it's based the, off Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny, yeah. But yeah, anyways, good idea. But yeah, so the, it, it was this the manager that for some reason Michael Jordan just like hated him so much for some reason, and then uh, and then I I think that's who they based the the Monstars manager off of. Oh, did so he that, take that well? So then they no, well I think they like did it to make fun of him or whatever. And then the the other the last thing was uh, Michael Jordan is so funny where like how competitive and cra- and just insane he is where they were facing. I think the Indiana Pacers in some f- conference final or something, right? Yeah. And then it's like a really hard match because the Pacers are really good. And Larry Bird, you know that famous basketball player? Yeah. He's the head coach of the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. And then so they're facing off and it's a really hard match. But then finally the Bulls win the the, the series and then move on to the finals. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards they do this thing where Michael Jordan will get out of the gym and then or out of the locker room and then walk down this hallway. And usually there's team, the team, the kind of best team members from the opposite team waiting there. And then they kind of say like, good game or whatever, like good luck in the finals and then leave. It's like a sportsmanship thing. Right. Yeah. And then, so Michael Jordan walks out and Larry, uh, Larry bird is there. Yeah. And then, so Michael Jordan in front and then the cameras are on him or whatever. Okay. And he, and he makes this big show of like, uh, <laughs> are you just like completely ignoring what's going on in the back? I couldn't hear it at first. What is it? Harlem <laughs> Globetrotter song. Oh, yeah, that song. <laughs> Imagine that you're so much of a joke that this is your theme song, and they play that every time you go out onto the. Onto I don't the court. think they're a joke, are they? They're like the best one. No, they're a joke. The other teams are the joke. They do like skits of shit. 
Wait, what were you saying about Larry Bird? Sorry. <laughs> I went off on the Harlem Globetrotters. Hello. <laughs> and then, so he's like, Tell me. he goes up to him and then he makes like a big show. And then Larry Bird's like, hey, man, congrats on the game. Uh, it, it was a good game. And then Michael Jordan is like, hey, man, yeah, better not luck next year or whatever. And he's kind of joking around with him. And then he goes to give him like, uh, a, like uh, a high five. And then Michael Jordan pulls him in close and then, like, whispers in his ear, "Fuck you, bitch!" And then he pulls back, and then he and then pulls back, and then puts on a smile, and then he's like, "Yeah, well, I guess you'll get some time at the golf course, eh?" And then walks away. Holy fuck! <laughs> what an asshole! So it's not even like he was like being a sort of loser. He won the game. <laughs> he's like, "Fuck you, bitch!" That's really insane because, like, yeah. I've I've heard that about him, like, uh, in terms of like dealing with fans and like kids and stuff. He'll he'll just won't give a fuck. Like, he'll yeah, just be like, yeah. you're annoying me. Go away. Like, oh, whatever. Sure. Bye. And, like, that is insane that it, like, extends to, like, And, and also, like, won. Larry Bird, I think, is, like, a very yeah, respected good, yeah. NBA player yeah. for probably his generation. They just like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck All you, right, bitch. Have a good time at the golf course. How about this one? <laughs> That's how they should change the Harlem Code. Globetrotters to, <laughs> to the entertainer? <laughs> Man, that would be cool. That's the only reason we should go back in time ever, is just to go to Tin Pan Alley. To hear that live. And to hear that live. <laughs> when, it, when it first came out. People, actually, I think he didn't. He wasn't very successful. Scott Joplin, the guy who made it. Oh, I'll so we'd that. be like, yo, you have no idea what we'll you're gas him up. to. <laughs> One second. And he'd be so sad. I don't know. I, I'm assuming. Uh, why is the entertainer even popular? Because of The Simpsons? I guess I think um, that's the only reason I know about it. Yeah, but I think it was before that. I think, um, yeah, well, I, don't well, know. I mean, obviously it was because like they take everything from like popular culture. But like, what was it? Yeah. Like, oh, and maybe it, I think it was on those those automatic player pianos. Mm, number maybe? number ten on its song of the century list by the RIAA. <laughs> They're like <laughs> that's a song of the century. Let me see what they're saying. Oh, it was used. It returned to national prominence when it was used in the Oscar-winning film The Sting. You know, oh, on movie. Oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay, and it was The Sting was set in the '30s, so they need to. But that wasn't when ragtime music was popular. <laughs> Live performance in the Entertainer 2007. Imagine like showing up to like a concert and then they start playing this. It's like you're going for like Bach or something, and then it's just like surprise, bitch. It's the Entertainer. Was that like exclusively like an American thing, or was there like an equivalent in Britain of like that is music that was like? pop but you know what i mean because when you think of like when i think of like british music i think of either like like the king's music studio some orchestra and very like highbrow but then america had all this kind of like pop music that happened like that uh, yeah that had a whole culture developed around it like the way the banner looks and like it was like mixed in with theater i guess chris chris but that's just like come, I don't even come know with me. I really want to made up. I want to make some off-color jokes. Actually played. I want to make some off-color jokes, but I feel it'd be too similar to other podcasts. 
<laughs> I thought you were <laughs> role playing as a guy back in that time when that music's playing. And you're like, I want to make some off color jokes to the song. It's so easy oh, to do man. it. Oh my god. Oh, little bongo solo. <laughs> Why would they have bongos in this <laughs> medieval song? <laughs> they love bongos. They love bongos. <laughs> it's basically like reggae. What the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, it's like reggaeton or something. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> How would this be relaxing? It would drive me fucking insane if someone put this on for 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. It was like, remember when we were kids and you, and, 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 and uh, Josh used to like do like our inner monologues and he used to do it all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. And then you wouldn't be, and he was very good at it. He knew how to do it. think after a while. Yeah. yeah. And that's literally what this would be like. It yeah, would just like yeah. it de- it depersonalize me. I wouldn't know yeah, where I every, am. It makes everything you do feel like you're in some shitty like a TV show that is yeah. like a medieval show. Yeah. Wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> All right. For now on, yeah. Every time we do the podcast, that yeah. has to be playing in the background. One hour. And, times. This is three so hours we'll, long. We'll turn this into like a LARPing role play podcast. <laughs> and the whole time I'll be like, I am a goblin. <laughs> from Why would a goblin Seven sound Kingdoms. like that? Seven Kingdom Goblin. Why does he sound and like we're this? in this alehouse. <laughs> Who are you? I don't want you to do that. <laughs> Stop it. That was the one comedian guy. He would do this thing where it was like video games or that kind of thing where he would always, there would always be a character like, mm, you're probably going to want to talk to the store. You should probably talk to the stork, like when they're trying to. Yeah, like, yeah, they're trying to direct you. Yeah. <laughs> like you got to go over there. You could be that guy. Yeah, in the in the in real life though, with you. <laughs> no, you shouldn't do that in real life with me. Next time I see you, I'm not playing this music. But I am a goblin. Why would a goblin sound kingdoms. like that? First of all, because I am a smart goblin. Smart goblin. It's an offshoot. Oh, smart! Like a smartphone, but a smart goblin. You should get a hurdy gurdy, man. There we go. Yeah, that doesn't have any uh, <laughs> trope feel. That just is like, like cultural music. What would your character be in the LARPing? I just podcast. I I don't think I can think of anything like funny off the off the off the dome. Um, my name is and do uh, it completely seriously. Oh, it's completely what character serious. you'd actually um, want to be? I am Knight Rodigan. <laughs> you want to be a knight? A knight Rodigan. Like you have like goblin elves. I'm a knight because I'm gonna rogues, slay your ass. Thieves, you're knight. Yeah, that's the. Oh, that's interesting. I I never pick the knight. You'd always pick the smart goblin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That was more for, uh, comedy. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. In so, reality, I would always pick the thief or the rogue or like the arrow guy, like the elf. That that's my personality type. What do you mean it's your personality? You're the knight guy, like the paladin. Yeah, I'm the paladin. It's I'm gonna chop your ass up, bitch. I always felt that was I'm too the, like mainstream corny for me. The, never so you gotta be the fucking goblin? No, Fuck I don't your ass. Want to be the no goblin. way. No, 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 no. I'd be the elf for the the cool thief guy, because that's cool. You're like a wait. Why does the elf have a fucking thief? Wants to help the king all the time, like a nerd. No, I'm a rogue, but, rogue knight, man. <laughs> now you're just coughing. No, I'm I'm actually I was a rogue the whole time. It was a it was an act. I wonder how many copyright strikes we can get in this episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> Until it gets yeah. sued into oblivion. Alright, be honest, Chris. Who are you in Mungo Jerry? Be honest. I don't know. You I can't be the main guy in Mungo screen. Jerry, man. I don't have him on screen. Let me look. Oh my god, just fucking choose! <laughs> <laughs> so patient. Um... I think yeah, I'm the guy next to the 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 Mungo Jerry. You're not the jug player. I don't know because we're not <laughs> looking at the same. <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's my fault for asking you to change. <laughs> You're not the jug Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> just in Mungo Jerry. <laughs> just, I guess I'm Mungo Jerry. Fuck you. Whatever. You're Mungo? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're Mungo? I'm Mungo. I don't even know what the name is from. Mungo Jerry? <laughs> You're definitely the jug player, man. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you I'm are. I. I'm the cool guy. The, who's, the only cool guy is Mungo Jerry, and I'm Mungo Jerry. Nah. You can't be... No. Sorry, There's dude. There's multiple cool Look guys at those chops. Look at those fucking corn chops. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them. That'd be really corn sick. Chops. <laughs> Instead of, like, the big suit idea, maybe you should start wearing a lot of, like, tight mesh shit and, like, scarves. Yeah, like, tight pants with yeah. flared... Okay, you're either the jug guy or the guy who plays the piano really stupidly. You're wow, not... his name is not anything that I would have expected. What's Ray his name? Dorset. Ray Dor. That is the most British Ray name I've ever Dorset. heard. Ray Dorset. Yeah. I gotta look up this Mungo Jerry shit. Mungo. Did they explain like why they called the band Mungo Jerry? Um. <laughs> they look no. like they're going to die. <laughs> Like in this well, they've had a shitload of former members, but Ray Dorsett has always been in the band. Oh. But there's like 80 so other members that okay. go in and out. The group's name was inspired by the poem Mungo, Jerry, and Rumpelteaser. Fuck you. Wow, From they made Cats. a lot of albums. They have like like 15 albums. Why do they need... Sp- they made an album in 2019. No, they We got to listen to that. Okay, oh, right. shit. What the fuck It's called X Stream with an S. They have, like, they have one called Cool Jesus? <laughs> Well, I guess that kind of like uh, Mungo Jerry Extreme. All right. The what? channel's called Mungo Vision. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, you're definitely the drug player, man. What the fuck? Okay, now that that's completely different than what I expected. Like, like swing? Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, I gotta see some more Mungo Jerry before we. It's it's mastered very quietly. The vocals are like. Out. I don't know if I can listen to any more Mungo Jerry. Yeah, that's probably worse than Incubus. No, it's not. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's not. Interview, interview with Mungo Jerry. What could that be? Wait. How many tracks do they have? So they must be pretty wealthy. 
Unless you're doing pretty well. I guess so, because I guess if you have a one-hit song, you can tour it pretty well. And then there was this one video I watched of him playing it, and he has no, like, you know how some yeah, guys yeah, yeah, yeah. would be like, oh, I don't want to play it. He I'm is, like, the opposite. Right. He's like, yeah, I'll play it all the time. I love that song. Ask Lemmy, do you like Mungo Jerry? Oh, there it is. Oh. But I do the mouth percussion. In the Summertime was said to be the first record that went to number one using a beatbox, which was me. Yeah, he's very serious about it. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what. We won't, we won't, do, the ex- right. we won't do the extra 30 minutes today. We'll just cut it short. Yeah, maybe do it tomorrow because I was kind of off for the beginning part anyways. You were off the entire time. Yeah. You were off the entire time, and I was carrying I was this whole thing. Nice. You're being, I was ni- being nice to myself. But to- yes. Okay, so fine. Maybe, yeah, we'll pick it up tomorrow. We'll pick it up rest. we'll pick it up some other time. We can do it we can do it next week. It doesn't matter. You should have learned how to play the drums, man. You should not not the jug. You should have learned the drums. Yeah, the drums are kinda hard. Uh oh. Richard <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's a cool idea, actually. I'm surprised more artists don't use that like special effects <laughs> like this video is like literally they, they they did the slap at the oscars but they gave uh they gave uh, chris rock ragdoll physics so he just kind of like flops around oh interesting. let me show you that before we before we uh before we uh stop what was weird though is like when that happened for some reason i didn't think it was that big of a deal like it it just didn't seem like that interesting or big of a deal but then a lot of people seemed to think it was yeah it felt like like not that crazy but then a lot of people were like that's the craziest thing that's ever happened on television because i guess just like everybody has wasn't that odd it was just like yeah, like a, a wardrobe malfunction, or like a, you know, like just something like, oh, it happens. I guess because TV. I guess but because I, 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 yeah, I was I was thinking like because like nothing ever happens anymore. Like everything is such an immediacy. It's yeah, very, yeah, it's very rare to see something actually happen out of the blue. Perhaps you know where it's yeah. like nobody expected that. Like obviously on Twitter, like every single day for a lot of people, it's just literally like, oh, another fight, another thing about politics, oh, 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 some more dumb like shit. We're just gonna talk about it, and there's like that immediacy. But like to see something actually play out with like no warning whatsoever, no discourse around it, no nothing. It's just like. Yeah, like I don't like I'm I agree with you. It's like kind of boring. Like who cares? But like I think for a lot of people, they're like, "What? I can't believe that happened." Like normally, like uh, it's like a politician saying something stupid. What? Oh, somebody got slapped. Yeah, like, you know. And it's like, yeah, or it's like you expect you you know the world. You expect everything now, and now it's like mm-hmm. when something isn't expected, it's very strange. Yeah. Anything else I can show you before we? Because I know you probably just want to want to go LARP or you know play the jug, whatever the hell you do <laughs> <laughs> nowadays. I guess we can we can play POD again. Oh no, you gotta keep playing it. Uh, sorry. You can you do Youth of the Nation? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. We are. All right, everyone. This has been this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Keep it playing. Keep it playing. I'm gonna keep it. All right, guys. 
Thanks. See you next week. See you next week. It's been great. We're out.